Mary Mary, everybody. Welcome to another Downright Sports Radio, the podcast, if you will. Uh, on today's show, we're going to talk about the urban legend is done in Jacksonville and the return of the COVID. So, it is a certain time right now, and I'm not sure you guys understand what time it truly is. Maybe... Maybe I should just tell you. It is showtime, folks. Expect anything different?
Welcome everybody, welcome to an all new Downright Sports, the radio show, the podcast if you will. Welcome to an all new show, I'm your host, the notorious sports critic Brent Reed, coming at you on this very special week, Christmas, I don't know if I can see it, coming on my special week, uh, Christmas week, Merry Christmas everybody, Happy New Year, we will have a show next week, we're going right until the new year, uh, happy holidays. <sighs> As I clean my glasses, happy holidays to everyone out there. Welcome to all new show. If you've never listened to the show before, um, basically it's the rantings of a madman. Just to sum it up, yeah. <laughs> all right, just to give you the summary version. Look, it's been an entire year. The show's been on. For practically six years, if you if you're unfamiliar, listen today, and you're going to get real familiar. All right. So, uh, show uh, alerts, if you will. So, uh, you thank you for listening to the show. The show, uh, if you're listening on, uh, basically on Street Madness Radio, you can hear us every Wednesday at 11 a.m. You can. Basically, you can't start your morning, but if you feel if you're a true sports fan, then you are starting your morning at 11 a.m. And if you're listening on DynastyRadioNY.com, that means it's Thursday and it's eight o'clock, and it's still your number one source for hip hop and R&B, but just also add sports. And then also you can download the podcast anywhere. Podcasts can be downloaded any major platform. All right. Uh, there will be an all new show next week uh, to end the new year. Uh, so, and then after that, uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna take two weeks off. Unless, oh no! So uh, basically, the next week's show is gonna be a straight preview for the college playoff championship game. So research for that starts tomorrow, and then um, after that, we will have a pop up. We're gonna have a few pop up shows. One. 
for the national championship game one post game. So look for the pod. So for the podcast, there's going to be some pop-up shows here and there. And then we take some time off until we gear up for the NFL playoff. Uh, yeah, NFL playoffs. And then if, if it happens, as of now, as of right now, everything is up in the air. So good segue, Brent. I'm glad you said that, Brent. So COVID's back. That's right. Hold on, let's do this. So COVID's back, and <laughs> you guys get inside window. And I had to pause it. I had the sound effect if you listen on the radio. But basically, COVID is that pet cat you just can't seem to get rid of because you found it in the alley one night, and it doesn't care how much you clean your house. It's like, oh, my house is clean. It, I really took care of the house this week. I got it nice and shiny, and then. COVID, the cat just walks in and is like, I don't care. Not that over. Not that over. Meow. And I'm just going to lay here. And you're going to look at me. And unlike the cat, you want to pet it. And, oh, good kitty. Instead, you're just like, why won't you go away? Can I not euthanize you? So, um, COVID is, hasn't left. Uh, but... We, uh, a lot of people knew that in the winter there were going to be new um, cert, you know, spikes, uh, especially with a lot of people not being vaccinated. It is basically just like, oh, there's some of you. And it's like, oh, no, I can attack them and they can get it. But it's the those that don't have it is who I want. Mm, yes. If you ever seen Ferngully, it's that sludge. <laughs> Remember the sludge it would like get into the machines? Like it just need it wanted it like it just needed one machine to get into and it didn't had that great song. Actually the guy from um uh from Rocky Horror Picture uh and uh Tom Curry, he was also on Home Alone too, but he does the singing in that and he's got that great voice. Yeah, I can't do his voice, I'm not even gonna pretend to do it. But anyway, so COVID and it's affecting the sports world. COVID it's causing games to be moved. It's causing games in uh, uh, the uh, in hockey, in basketball, college basketball to be postponed. The NFL postpones nothing. Nothing stops the freight train and the money train known as the NFL. For a hundred years, we just don't care. Yeah, don't the NFL didn't stop playing games even when JFK got killed. Like that's how little they care about anybody. If you don't believe me, Google it. Like seriously. So the conversation is now back to what and it affects everyone, but this is a sports show, so we're not gonna talk about everyone. We're gonna talk about sports. So how is COVID affecting sports? Well, currently right now, if you're in the playoff hunt, Cleveland, and all of a sudden all your players are just like, ah, I gotta hand on this teacher's note because I can't make it to work because I'm sick. Basically, that's what is happening. Um, it, sports is kind of, you know, sports is in the business of making money. Can't make money if ain't nobody coming to the arena. Now, they already took an L for two years with nobody there. The next year with some there, and that rule didn't even apply everywhere because states like Texas and Florida is just like, whatever, people were allowed to come. States like New York and California was like, yeah, you can stay home, but I want to see the game. You can stay home, but I'm not sick. Just don't come. 
And Canada has all but said all North American sports outside of hockey does not matter. Like, if you're a North American sports team, you ain't coming north of the border, Jack. Like, forget about it. Like, the Toronto Raptors is three weeks away from becoming the Buffalo Raptors. Like, you don't believe me. Keep watching. Stay tuned. So, what has caused this? Well, we all know what caused it. People get sick. <laughs> That's what viruses do. It looks until it finds some. Some pe- people that are vaccinated are, are still getting it. Like they said, you can't get it. They're not getting it as bad. Athletes are athletes have received it hard. They're not get, getting hit as hard as the common person because they're the most fit of the fit, the most elite of the elite. So if you're in shape, even when you get a cold, like there's a reason why Jordan played one of his best games with the flu, where if the rest of us got the flu, we would all be in bed wanting chicken noodle soup and crying. Like, <laughs> like when I get the flu, I get delusional. Like, I don't even want to think. I The last time I got the flu, I watched the Simpsons marathon, and to this day, I can't watch the Simpsons because of that. Like, that's how bad it is. Jordan gets the flu. He puts up like 100 points and wins a championship. And, yeah, Scotty carried him off the court. There are differences. Pro athletes are the top of the top. Their doctors are the top of the top. Their trainers are the top of the top. The things that they do is going to be better. So when they get effect, when they get it, when they get it, they, they're kind of able to handle it a little bit better than me and other people. So it's different catching it there than catching it at a Best Buy. It's still catching it, and it's still bad because it's not bad from the standpoint maybe of the athlete, which it is bad, but it's bad for the athlete's family, it's bad for the employees that are not as fit, and it's bad for the paying customer, the fans. Now, fans don't care. You can have the seats full of fire with spikes sticking out of them, people will pay tickets to come to their favorite team's game. It's just how it is. So, is it time for the commissioners to make a decision? Is it time for the North American commissioners? Because the NHL, so if you don't know, you don't think COVID's affecting things, NHL players voted in their collective bargaining agreement last time. They want to play in the Winter Olympics. When the Winter Olympics comes around, it hosts hockey. And the same way the NBA players play in the Summer Olympics, the W the WB, the NHL players play in the Winter Olympics. Well, not this year. Because COVID is so rapid and basically China's got rules like if you got COVID, you can't leave forever. So it's better to be safe than sorry. So they're basically gonna stick you know, they're gonna sit this one out. That affects a lot. That affects sponsorships, that affects uh travel, that that like it's the trick the 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 trickle down is worse than what just what you may think it is. The the come like right now we're about to see our next biggest our first excuse me we're about to see our first biggest games of the next year, and that's the college playoffs. You're gonna have this big playoff. And if you think for one second the NCAA and ESPN is going to be like, hey, people, you should stay home. We'll just play this on an open parking lot field. You're dead wrong. Like, this game, like, if you don't understand the impact ESPN 
has, or Disney, if you will. But if you don't understand the impact they have on the world, I have YouTube TV, and they were in a, a conversation about renewing the contract. YouTube TV called Disney's Bluff, and the kickback was, oh, we'll give you guys $15 off, and fans of the NBA Christmas game, which is about to be affected by COVID, fans of the NCAA uh, bowl, uh, the, the championship playoff games, was like, yeah, Hulu or Sling or whatever is out there, gear up because YouTube, you're out. And in less than 24 hours, Disney was back on YouTube. So, think, not think. So, it, um, but in all, you know, in all, or seriousness and all joking aside, the NFL has this week has had games on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and they're going to have a game on Thursday. And, like, players that played on Monday and Tuesday are expected to play on Sunday. Like, it's the the, the, the it's becoming more and more unnet. Like, it's just like the craziest thing. Like, they need to figure it out. And I don't know if the answer is you got to close off the stadium. I don't know if the answer is you got to reduce the amount of people that comes in. I don't even know if the answer is everybody that's allowed to come has been vaccinated because... Again, in some states, you may not have anybody show up. Now, what the league needs to do is get a handle on, because it can, because each league is basically a private entity in itself, and the NBA's uh, vaccination policies are a little more stricter than some of the others, but when you have people like Antonio Brown walking around with fake vaccination cards, like, bro, like if you're not getting vaccinated, one thing, Lying about it—that's a whole other thing. Because you're just—it's a—you're creating more of a headache for your team than you need to. Now you're not like the, the Antonio Brown saga has just become even. When we look back at his career in 20 years, we're gonna be like, "What the heck was that man thinking?" Like he's not even in Ron Artest land. He's just in another land. He is definitely in a land of his own. He's in Alice in Wonderland. I sound like Cat Williams. He's not in and <laughs> fudge. He is not in Ron Artest land. He's he's in Alice in Wonderland. He's in somebody else's land. <laughs> it's my Cat Williams impression. But what we need to see is, you know, basically, and I have not on my show been vocal about it. I've been very on the I've I've stayed out. I have. I've stayed out. I've I've stayed away. I didn't want to alienate anybody because I think it is, you know, hey, that's how you choose. That's how you choose. At the same time, if you're saying you can't nobody tell you what to do with yours, just remember, can't tell nobody else what to do with theirs. Just saying. Not picking a side. Just making a point. So, here's where it is. All right? Can't be the notorious sports critic if you ain't giving criticism. And you can't be the notorious... You can't be... Mr. Showtime himself, if you can't take a little bit of pushback, all right? I have the vaccine. I have the shot, both of them. I'm probably going to get the booster because I'm not smart enough to know any different, and I don't do my own research because if I was that good, I wouldn't be sitting here doing a podcast or two internet stations. I'd be studying at Stanford Medical as I work on the cure to how I never have to go back to work again. So, the 
the, the thing is, we especially professional athletes, the doctors there give you stuff all the time. Some of that stuff you have no clue. You just pretend like you do. You're your dog said it's good. So what's the difference? If you're an athlete and you go get drunk on the rig, where you just drinking f- fifths of you know whole things of vodka and just taking drugs and Molly and ecstasy and cocaine, pure sweet cocaine, what's the difference? <laughs> like if you're taking one drug, why not take the other? Especially if the other is designed to kind of help you out. So knocking on wood. I've had the shot now. So far, I haven't grown an extra foot. So far, I can still perform. Take that how you want it. My lady's still home. So far, I'm doing pretty good. Now, if that so f- if something happens a year from now, well, that's this contract I chose to sign. But I'm not smart enough, nor am I. If I, I you know, if I go to the doctor for my sleep apnea machine and my blood pressure medicine why would it be any different for this you feel me so you know take the time and forget all the 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 reddit comments forget all the you know the the tiktok comments go straight to the source just be smart about it if you want to gather your research there's nothing wrong with gathering facts stop calling it research you're gathering facts Okay, for you to gather research, you would have to actually take the vaccine itself and apply it in what they call trials. And then while you're doing trials, you're gathering the research to see through the trials how this said vaccination works on your subjects that you're doing these trials and this research on. If your research is just reading, you're not doing research, you're reading something else somebody wrote. Which means you're listening to somebody else. Research means you're actually doing the work to figure out what it does. Did you see what I did there? If I lost you, download the podcast and rewind it back. I promise you, it's it will enlighten you. You're going to be like, holy smokes, what did he say? He just blew my mind. Wow. Wow. <laughs> anyway, hey, this is Downright Sports, everybody, here on Street Madness Radio and DynastyRadioNY.com. Also, download it on all major platforms. You can also go to Instagram, get all the latest show updates. You can also go to TikTok, and there's going to be some zany, silly videos. And you can let's go to uh, sign up at the Downright Sports Facebook page for Downright Sports. Uh, the rest of the show today, we're going to talk Urban Meyer and him being fired. We're also going to talk about the NFL and how it just became this big mushroom and it's about to explode because any team could potentially be a champion this year. The Knicks won. Yay. All right. So when we come back, uh, we all kick the show off today with some Christmas music by the one, the only, Luther Vandross. So uh, we're going to come back. Today's music is all your your great uncle's favorite music. All right. Because it's the holidays. I'm going to keep it chill. I'm 100% sure I got a cold, so I'm just going to relax. All right, all right. Coming up next, we're going to play some Sam, Sam, Sam Cook and Lou Ross. Bringing on home to me. This is Downright Sports. These bones, these 
eyes. There's something dynamic about you, boy. everybody uh facebook live if you just watch me live for the last like two minutes i didn't feel like getting up so you just get, you're, getting, you're getting no filter today for towering sports on facebook live so well what happened last week i'm glad jags well let's go to the what happened fairy uh urban meyer fired <laughs> didn't even make it a year uh, he joins a long list of college, former college coaches that uh, basically told to kick rocks. Um, Urban Meyer in his college days, great head coach. No question. Maybe questionable. Um, hold on. Very questionable, but the uh, champion. Two, three-time champion, actually, uh, with Florida and Ohio State, if I'm not mistaken. Not mistaken. Um, he... So, let's just get into it. He was fired, <laughs> uh, 
basically because his team hated him. Uh, he came out the box just completely. Um, he came out the box and just was lost, like completely lost. Um, he, you know, hired uh, uh, the strength and conditioning coach who was fired from his last job being tad bit racist. And, um, yeah, that may not fly in the NFL. Um, he signed Tim Tebow, which everybody pretty much saw him be, being a spy. Um, he just made poor decision after poor decision. And I saw the writing on the wall when my man showed up. At, he was at the club, and he basically was like, he had shorty on his, on his lap. And was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the urban legend, baby. You, you, you're trying to see what, what goes on here? And, yeah, that blew up in his face. Especially after his team got the dogs crap kicked out of him. So, he joins a long list of guys who made the jump, and it just ain't work out. Uh, Steve Sparrier, the old ball coach. Filet, what was it? Um, Filet, not too good. Not too bad. <laughs> Steve Spurrier, who was 12-20 and 20 in the NFL. Butch Davis with the Cleveland Browns, 24-35. and 35. Nick Saban, 15-17. and 17. I actually think Nick Saban was going to be a good NFL coach because he went 8-8 eight and eight his first year. I just think he didn't like the crap because he was like trying to keep reporters out of practice and stuff, and I just weren't going to fly over. Um... Uh, Chip Kelly, 26-21, not too bad. Uh, Bill Bryan, 52-48, not too bad. There's been successful guys who have made the leap. Um, Pete Carroll made the leap, won a championship. Jim Harbaugh made the leap. Jim Harbaugh is actually 44-19-1 in his time as a head coach in the NFL. Like He made it work for him. Uh, other guys like Lou Holtz, he went to go coach the Jets. It didn't work at all. Like it was, <coughs> it was not going. It wasn't worth it. Um, Jimmy Johnson made the jump easy. Joined the Cowboys, built the dynasty in the nineties up after being uh, the, the, the 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 one of the centerpieces for those Miami teams. Uh, there are guys who have done it. But Urban Meyer falls into the categories of guys who don't understand. Yeah, he was paid $9 million, still is $9 million a year uh, for his salary, which is kind of absurd. <laughs> he never cooked. Yeah, so he had a five-year deal, $9 million uh, uh, per season. He's going to collect. Per- he may not because he might have breached the contract because the idiot kicked his, his kicker. Like, what was the idea in that? I'm a, I'll am show you how to kick. Come here. Uh, he pulled a straight Vince McMahon, but he forgot he didn't own the team. Uh, the other guy did. So, was Ur- Urban, the, the idea of him maybe not getting a long enough leash, the idea of Urban not being able to come back for another year and see how it worked out, I'm a fan of maybe he should have gave the guy a second year, but... It seemed to be he might have been a little too much for his team. And that's designed. Like, when your team is pretty much less like, yeah, I can take it and leave this guy. It's time. He's got to go. Like, bye-bye. Deuces, if you will. So, what next for Urban Meyer? Where, where should he go? Which should he do? Should he go back to college? 
quite frankly, for the next five years, just collect the paycheck. But he, the, the writing's on the wall. If Urban Meyer doesn't end up in Texas, then I'm not 100% sure what Texas is thinking. Texas currently this year is trash. Um, they're currently right now three and six. A smart man basically was like he should go to Texas. Um, if I'm a school with big dreams of doing stuff, like if I'm Maryland, if I'm um, if I'm Nebraska, if I'm a school maybe in Independence, if you know, if I'm in the Pac-12, if I'm a school like Cal or Washington or um, yeah, not Arizona, even though <clears throat> he may be able to make something work there, or even if I'm a smaller school like in the Sun Belt, a school like a Georgia State, Coastal Carolina, or you know, something like that. One of those smaller schools, maybe a school in the mountain. I'm calling Urban Meyer up, and I'm not call. And it's not because he just uh, he's a great college coach. His name is going to bring some kind of clout. It's going to bring some kind of status, if you will, which may bring recruits. But the college game is changing. Deion Sanders just took the number two recruit from his alma mater of South, uh, Florida State, and he's bringing him to his school. Kids are not at kids today are a little more socially aware, and they want to make social stands, and they want they just it's not just about playing on Saturday with the hope of playing on Sunday. It's now playing on Saturday, making a point. This crop of kids that's coming into the NFL, I mean, going into college football now, these are the same young black kids that watch Colin Kaepernick take a knee and ask the question why he ain't in the league no more. And these are the same young kids that heard all these other coaches, predominantly white, talk down and say, oh, no, oh, no, I'll never sign that boy. They heard that. So when you have a Deion Sanders and guys like him coming into your, uh, you know, coming into your your living room and basically saying, "Hey, your kid's gonna have the, you know, somewhat of a freedom to express themselves," that changes things. And Urban Meyer seems to be a little more—I don't want to call him closed-minded—but he's very set in his ways. And I don't know if that's going to translate to. Some of these, you know, top star athletes, especially with the transfer portal now, like the game is different. And I can see why he might have made the jump to the NFL. And the reason why I just probably didn't work in the NFL is because those guys get paid too. Now, college players also got paid. But if Urban's making $9 million on the team, there's like three guys that are probably making either the same or more. So at some point, Urban, you're leading men, but you're not really leading them to tell them what to do. You're leading them to give them instructions. And help them get better so the ultimate goal is to win. Like, this idea of that old school, you know, head coach. We'll all run. Hold on. <clears throat> let, me, uh, let me see if this is working today. God darn it. I got to buy batteries for my bullhorn. It's, it's time. These batteries have been in here since I took them for where they came from. Ah, no bullhorn. I got a whole next year. Bullhorn's back, but <laughs> basically, 
you know, if I if I'm if I'm a athletic director of a school and depending on the location of my school, I'm calling Urban Meyer. Hey, I'll, hey, what you think, Herb? You wanna you wanna give it another go? But there's something about the guy where he has never stayed anywhere for a long time. Like I think the longest stint was like Ohio State, and that one but like five years. Like he don't stay anywhere long term. And I don't know if it's like a uh, it's time to go or you know he'd rather leave before the check is up. So that's you know kind of tells the story why Nick Saban's the best. Nick Saban adapts with the times. He gets players for the times. And he don't mess around. Like, everybody know who the man is. That's Nick Saban. After that, it's up for discussion. But there's a reason why he's playing next week for an opportunity to win his eighth championship. And it's to the point now, he's just winning. And when he gets that trophy, it's just like, oh, another year? Like, wow. Like, call me. Like, I think he prefers to lose to prove to everybody, like, he ain't done. So, like, he'll lose, and it's like, oh, now I got to come back. <clears throat> I got to come back and run the gambit on everybody and um, prove to the world that, you know, the Nick man ain't done. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, God bless you, Urban Meyer. I wish you the best of luck. You know, now you got all the freedom to kick whoever you want and rub whose butt you ever you want. And, yeah, you can just do your thing, man. You can go to all the luau's and parties. You do whatever. Hey, you know what? You can come join the show. Urban Meyer, I'm going to shoot you an invite. You can come be a guest on the show before you do the Joe Rogan show. Come do mine first. I can sit and say weird things like Joe Rogan does. I can I can say I took um, the DNA of a giraffe to help me grow taller. I did. Prove me otherwise. <laughs> Prove me otherwise. All right. Uh, when we come... Uh, we're going to... If you're listening to the radio, if you're listening on Dynasty, if you're listening on Street Madness, you're going to hear the news bulletin. If you're listening to the podcast, you're just going to hear music. And that sweet, sweet, supple music will be the sounds of some hauling notes, if you will. Private eyes, we're watching you. They can see your every move. Private eyes, we're watching you. Private All right, I'm going to stop. All right, everybody. Uh, Dowry Sports coming up next. The news bulletin. Why this sport don't cost eight hundred dollars and that cost two hundred? And I don't know what that cost. I'd be ashamed to wear it. That's why I'm wearing lizard shoes and a Rolex watch.
carried picket signs. It was folks from Butler who scabbed and stole those jobs, and I mean right out from under your ancestors. Butler's a bad, bad place. Chip, Chip, that's not true. Shut up, it feels true. And that is from Jim Brockmeyer. I gotta go back and finish watching the show Brockmeyer. It's on Hulu, I think. I think I could watch it on Hulu. Yeah, I love that show. Anyway, the NFL season is almost over, actually. We're in the last three games of the season since they extended the season. But just maybe a month ago, a little bit more than a month ago, a little, little, little bit more than a month ago, it was strong considerations that maybe the Chiefs' run was done. Perhaps we've seen the last of the last, and it was going to be time to, you know, all the king's horses and all the king's men need to be put back together again. And then, just like that, in Kansas City, the sun came up and shined a light on Arrowhead and basically said, Oh no, Patrick Mahomes is still that boy. And uh, is you know all the conversation of the Cowboys being, uh, I'm going to talk like Dusty Rhodes for a second. In all the conversation of the Cowboys being the team that everybody thinks they're going to beat, but they ain't because they ain't really playing nobody. They ain't really want the time to play the real team. They seem to not be able to get it done, daddy. But now the playoffs are on the way, and yeah, they might have beat the Giants, and the Giants is horrible. They horrible. But I him tell you right now that you're going to face, they're going to look, America's team, they got to deal with the American dream. And the American dream for the Cowboys is not potentially making it. The Cowboys are going to make the playoffs. And when they get in, they are still a team that you got to consider because they're in. But I've seen the Cowboys play, and I've seen them barely be able, with full strength, score against the New York Giants, who I have said time and time again, or a roach stamped on a pavement run over by a car. That's how bad the Giants are. And the Cowboys were struggling for three quarters basically to beat them. And I'm supposed to believe that the Dallas Cowboys, for those of you that's not sure who I'm talking about, that the Dallas Cowboys are going to go into the playoffs and beat the Green Bay Packers, are going to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they're going to beat the Arizona Cardinals. They're going to beat the Rams. I don't think they can beat the 49ers. I don't think they can beat the Minnesota Vikings. I don't think they're... I think when they play, because I think they play Washington one more time. It, Washington got stumped by them last time. But would it be out of the realm? Would it be that absurd that we can see them lose next week? We can potentially see this Sunday the Cowboys lose to Washington. Like, do you think that's unspeakable? Because I don't. <clears throat> so with all this talking hoopla of the Cowboys maybe being the team to beat, no, you've lost your mind because they damn sure ain't. All right? It's just they're not. They're, they're not. They're not the team that um, you think they could potentially be, all right? So, and I'm going to break it down. This, season, this NFL season is completely open. It's wide open. It's a book. It's open. Like, you need to read it. H, the team that's going to play the best defense, teams that can hold. As I take a drink of my water. T, 
Teams that can play defense, can hold you, shut you down, they they have the best advantages. Dak Prescott and whatever the Cowboys organization is doing with him is not making the right choices because he is not going to be... If he wins you, if he's going to win you games, he needs to do better than what he's doing. I watched him play against the Cowboys, and I'm watching him, and he still makes rookie mistakes. Like when the pocket is... Like if you watch him... Watch Rodgers, watch Brady, watch other, what you would call elite quarterbacks. I would not call Dak an elite quarterback. I just can't. And I want to because I was a fan of his from the time he bursted on the scene and basically just took the job from Tony Romo, who was hurt, and said, hey, Tony, you can go ahead and retire. The team's in good hands. But is it? Because when the pocket is closing on you and and – Basically, all you you need to start stepping up, and he doesn't step up. He just like he's trying to rely on his arm too much versus relying on his skill versus relying on you know if you watch a Tom Brady, Tom Brady. What I know for you guys that want to hate him, watch Brady, watch Patrick Mahomes, watch Aaron Rodgers. They adapt to the game so well. Um, Russell Wilson does too. They take whatever the defense gives them and they shred them apart. Tom Brady's still at his advanced age, even though that he just got blown out. You can see, oh, okay, there's no pocket. I'm going to step up. I'm going to throw the ball away from my receiver so he don't get blown up and it's not an interception. I'm going to just curl up and take the sack. Because I rather, if I curl up and just take the sack, it's a yard loss versus like seven yards loss because you're back there scrambling. Aaron Rodgers has the ability to roll out the pocket play. He did a play-action play this past Sunday. It, I sure did, had, thought the running back had the ball. Like, it, Patrick Mahomes, he's just the best. He's the best. He's Jordan of the league. If you think I'm wrong, watch him go back to the Super Bowl again this year. You're seeing before you, if you're on Facebook Live, my iPad just told me we're down to 10%. If you, if you, if you watch the game currently right now, if you're watching each game and you're paying attention, what you see here is the elite, the next level, and the superior talent do what is necessary, do what they are able to do. Take their teams to that next level. The Josh Allens of the world, the... Um, um, any other quarterback out there the, that, you know, you, you thought was supposed to be the guy, you're not seeing that. You're The teams that you need to be careful for are if you think the Rams can't play defense when they get to the playoffs, you're mistaken. If I'm the Rams head coach and I'm the Rams, I go to Matt Stafford and say, brother, stop losing those games. Just control the game. All you got to do is just not turn the ball over. And I will cut down all those deep passes and do more shorter routes and keep the ball closer to home so when that defense gets on the field, when you guys got like Aaron Donald and you got now Vaughn Miller and you got that crop of greatness, you want, like the Ravens, you want them to be on the field more. And if you thought for one second that Matt Stafford was wasting his talents in Detroit and going to... Uh, Tinseltown is going to make him better. Nah. 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 Not happening. For Arizona, great defensive team. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. They're too shaky. You know what I'm saying? Kyle Murray, he's one hit away 
from you know basically be working at Fox or ESPN. The team everybody needs to be scared about is the Minnesota Vikings at seven and seven. If they squeak in, that terrible coach in um what's his name um uh, I can't think of the name, but the quarterback um Kirk Cousins. You're you're gonna see a situation where he's a game manager. They don't want hey Kirk. Don't lose us the game. Keep the game close. Don't lose us the game. Like that's what his job is for. Is to manage the game. But then you got teams like the Colts, quietly good. You got Carson Wentz and the Colts that can run the ball, but you know their defense is like just completely you know just terrible. What about Miami? Can Miami at seven and seven? Sneak in, very much potentially can, and they play very good defense, and they're basically doing the same thing to their quarterback. Just don't lose us the game. And then there's New England. Ooh, boy. Bill Belichick has basically looked every team and said, you had a year. Now I'm back. He came in Frank White style. Like, I wish I had that sound, but you were you getting fat while I was at home. You know what I'm saying? Like, he is back, and he is back with Avengers with Mac Jones and who? Mac Jones who? And you you look at what they're doing. They're playing fantastic defense, which is his expertise. Their offense is Patriots classic. Like, um, it's basically <coughs> do not, you know, don't, um, don't lose the game. You know what I'm saying? Control the game. Manage the game. That's what I've been saying this whole time. You work the clock. You know, uh, utilize your run game. You know, stop with all this, like, we're just going to throw the ball 700 times and we're going to see what happens. You know what I'm saying? Hold on. I got the sound right here. After we get past the Google app. So, you you know, if, you, if you're watching Bill Belichick maybe do magic. He basically gave Tom Brady a year. To sow his wild oats, and now he's caught. He's like, look. Checking the NFL as he is the, especially checking the AFC East. He just told everyone, look, last year, and look, man, I, I was hurt. My man left me. But I'm back now. And 
this my block. Because we all thought the Bills were going to be the team to beat, but they're not. And I don't know what's going on. Maybe these are the lows. This happens sometimes in championship years. You got to, you got to have your you got to have your your blemishes to learn from. And could the could the Bills have learned from their mistakes? So we shall see. I think what everybody needs to put be on notice of the Bengals and the Ravens are tied. That division, nobody's winning a championship out of the AFC North. There's too much inconsistency there. Bengals are three years removed from being two years removed. Like. It's not happening. Tennessee would have been a contender, but they lost uh, Henry. So I can't see them still being a contender. It's coming down. The reason why I'm not the biggest fan of Green Bay is Green Bay's defense is atrocious. Like, their defense is terrible. They don't, If the Ravens would just kick the field goal there, they might have lost. Like, <clears throat> they are bad. Like, I don't like what I see from them. And in the playoffs, teams are going to play better defense. So Aaron Rodgers ain't just going to be able to do what Aaron Rodgers does. In this order, I'm saying it here now. In this order, you want to go KC, Tampa, Green Bay, maybe, New England, LA, Rams, Championship. Not Arizona. Rams is going to beat them. Mark my words. That's that's where I'm at with it. All right. <coughs> so I apologize. I got choked up drinking my water. <coughs> but I'm going to wrap the show up. Thank you all. We'll be back next week with the college playoff. Uh, playoff championship edition show (coughs) I need a cough button but for all of you out there Christmas is this week celebrate it Uh, gifts is cool but you want to celebrate with your family and friends And I celebrated last year with uh, some family I thought it was pretty awesome and (coughs) it just moments of it remind you of (coughs) why it is special to be with people so Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and we'll see you guys next week as I cough to get us off the air. Deuces. First real signs of weariness on Holyfield. First real signs. Yeah.